Hello and welcome to Nightcap with Jim. I'm the titular Jim, and tonight we will be discussing a bunch of new trailers that have been dropping over the past couple weeks, and this week in particular with Comic-Con um, and uh, and all that good stuff. For more content you may enjoy, please check out our Morning Mugami podcast and our other social media content at Mugami Players across all the different social media. Alright, let's get into it. Uh, so, like I said, a bunch of new trailers have been dropping over the past week and a half, two weeks or so. Um, with San Diego Comic-Con, there we just got a whole huge trailer dump of stuff, uh, including, you know, Walking Dead Season 10, uh, 21 Bridges, the Chadwick Boseman action thriller, uh, dropped a special trailer for Comic-Con. Um, uh, Tom Cruise showed up with a trailer for uh, the new Top Gun movie, Top Gun Maverick. All kinds of crazy stuff. Um, I'm not going to get too far into the Comic-Con stuff, um, just because, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you're probably pretty geeky or, or at least have uh, some sort of a cursory interest in this kind of stuff. So you probably follow um, the Comic-Con stuff or have at least seen it on your feed. Anyway, um, so uh, I definitely recommend you go and check uh, check out all the stuff that uh, happened at Comic-Con because uh, uh, there's some really great stuff. Um, one thing of note that I, I would highly recommend uh, that I watched last night was the panel for Terminator Dark Fate. Uh, it was really great, uh, a lot of fun stuff, um, and seeing all those amazing people uh, that were a part of the panel, um, up there on that stage in Hall H, uh, was really, really cool. Uh, anyway, let's just, uh, jump right into it. Um, so, gonna start out with, uh, Watchmen. Now, if you don't know what Watchmen is, um, uh, the best I can do really is just think graphic novel or think the Zack Snyder film. Uh, the graphic novel obviously being the uh, source material. This, though, uh, is a television series, and it's not a remake, it's not a reboot, it's going to be a continuation of the graphic novel. Um, it looks interesting. Um, from what you see in the trailer, it seems like there's a bit of a police state sort of a thing maybe going on. Um, but uh, it looks it looks pretty interesting, i got to say. Um there's like a group, like uh, I guess they might be like a kind of a terroristy type group, or like a you know like a rebellion or something like that against the cops because uh, they go after cops and like if you watch the trailer, all the police have masks on to conceal their identities and that's why. Uh, but this group, they uh, I guess they're like the Rorschachy, the Rorschachs or whatever, because uh, they all wear you know masks with. Uh, uh, you know, the Rorschach stuff on it, but, you know, it's just a spray, a straight up, you know, paint job or whatever, as opposed to whatever the hell Rorschach's mask was, which was, you know, the whole moving thing. Um, it looks, it looks pretty interesting. Um, I'm gonna, you know, we'll see what happens with it. Um, could be good, could be not, uh, but, you know, HBO, uh, they, they, uh, they don't really tend to make bad stuff, uh, so, uh, I'm I'm optimistic. We'll see what we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, moving on, uh, this is a little bit little small movie um, that is going to fly under the radar a little bit. 
it's not this huge crazy blockbuster thing but uh i think it looks pretty interesting it's a movie called don't let go and uh it stars uh david um, let me try to get this right oyelewo oyelewu oyelewo you'd recognize him um he's a great actor uh and I just butchered his name, so my apology. But um, <laughs> uh, but so the movie is about this this cop, right? And um, he's really close with his niece, and uh, she ends up getting murdered. And uh, a little while after the funeral, he gets a phone call from his dead niece. Only his niece isn't dead. Uh, turns out there's some sort of crazy thing happening where he's able to talk to her two weeks before her murder um, occurs. So, um, if any of you have ever seen the movie Frequency or, or watched the more recent television show remake of Frequency, you might see some parallels with this. Um, but, you know, trying to do something original in Hollywood now is just about impossible. You know, I mean, it's pretty much everything's been done in one form or another. So the best you can really do is just try to breathe new life into a, a, a specific type of concept. Um, so, you know, uh, and, and by, and also, you know, I, I doubt there's a lot of you out there that know frequency. I mean, the movie did all right, but it's pretty damn old and the TV show, well, it got canceled after one season, even though I thought anyway, it was pretty good. Um, so, you know, uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, don't let go. Check out the trailer. It's pretty cool. Um, moving on, we have... And this one might freak some people out, uh, fan fan wise. Uh, the Witcher. So Netflix and Henry Cavill announced that they were going to be making um, The Witcher a TV show uh, for Netflix, and uh, it looks pretty toit. I gotta say, looks pretty toit. Um, that's pretty much all I gotta say about that. Uh, just it looks toit. Um, I mean, and, and Netflix too. Again, like uh, at least the TV shows have almost exclusively been either good great or amazing so um and you know it's it's got henry cavill in it and henry cavill's pretty good so pretty safe bet the witcher um <laughs> uh, and if you're freaking out about it that's awesome um because you know like well there's plenty of stuff on this list that i'm going to get to that i'm i'm going to be freaking out about so so let's just let's just keep on going we're just going to keep on this is going to be by the way a little bit of a shorter episode uh just because there's not a lot to go into here it's just the trailer stuff um and you know i don't want to get too far into a lot of what happened actually happens in the trailers for for the majority of these just because you know it's like I mean, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, and if it's something that's like, like The Witcher or whatever, you know, that you're like really looking forward to, then I don't want to, you know, be like, oh, well, this looks like this is what's going on, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so anyway, moving on. Um, we've got, uh, now this is going to, this is going to sound weird to you guys, but uh, just stick with me here. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Now this is the live action Dora the Explorer movie, and... For some reason, I'm actually really looking forward to it, and they dropped a new trailer recently, and uh, I think one of the things that, that hooked me about it, besides the amazing cast that they have, and it looks like, uh, it just looks like they did a pretty good job with it, um, you know, uh, they they do a, just and this, like, just so funny, absolutely hilarious thing, so if you've ever seen the, you know, the original show, 
Dora, you know, would turn to camera and talk to the audience. And there's this this clip that's so hilarious uh, from the film in the trailer where, you know, they're all having, you know, lunch or dinner or whatever sitting at the table. And little young Dora, uh, you know, I assume is around the same age as she is in the TV show. Um, but she, but the majority of the movie is, is, uh, uh, she's grown up a little bit in in her teens and whatnot. Um, but when she's younger, she, you know, they're at the table talking about whatever and she turns to the camera and and talks to the audience and then it cuts back and Michael Peña who plays her dad is you know him and him and his wife are looking around the room just like who is she talking to all the time and Michael Peña's like you know <laughs> like you know like she'll cry <laughs> like I just I, I just was I, uh, I started dying man that was just amazing so um not usually the kind of movie that I would go to see or even talk about, but um, I'm actually really looking forward to it. Um, we'll see what happens with that, though. Uh, so, uh, you know, stay tuned for my thoughts on that when it comes out. Um, moving down the line. Now, here's a, here's an interesting one. Uh, they're redoing Cats. Uh, Tom Hooper, uh, the director, is redoing Cats. And if you know, if you're like me and you know directors' names and, and crew names and stuff like that, uh, you'll recognize this guy as the director of The King's Speech. Now, I don't know about y'all, but King's Speech is the bomb. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but having said that, watching the trailer, I, I'm not, I honestly am not sure about this one. You know, like, I really, I, I don't know what to think about it. I don't know what to say about it. It could be really good. It could be, like, mediocre it could be a it could be a travesty and a train wreck um you know the cast is pretty interesting um they got a a, a new up and comer that i've never heard of um to play the lead and uh she looks like she does an a absolutely fantastic job i mean you got ian mckellen's up in the mix and idris elba's up in the mix and taylor swift is up in the mix and uh, what what is it? Cardi B and Jason Derulo. I know that's not how you say his name, but Jason Derulo. Um, but you know, all this this cast looks pretty interesting. I mean, I don't know about Jason Derulo as an actor uh, or Cardi B, um, but uh, I always loved that little Taylor Swift cameo in um, that TV show New Girl, uh, and I've actually recently become more and more of a fan of T Swift's. So we'll see how that goes. I don't know. I might not. I I highly doubt I'm gonna go see it in theaters. To be honest with you, because I never saw the original anything. You know, um, I never took the original project seriously at all. I honestly never understood why people were like, "Oh, cats, this is awesome." You know. Uh, so I don't know. You know, like if hey, if if anybody out there like has seen cats, like. And you want to, like, talk about that? Please, you know, like, let's talk about it. More than ha- more than willing. Especially if you're, like, a, a super fan of it. I would really... Because I, d- I don't get it at all, you know? I mean, maybe it might just be one of those things where... Well, if you just went and saw it, stupid, then you'd know why it's so awesome, Jim. Come on. Duh. Um, <laughs> but, um... We'll see, you know, I'll... Uh, well, I'll see, I'll see what happens with it. Because, I mean, I'm a big fan of the director big fan of a lot of the cast so 
you know, Judy Dench is in it. I mean, Judy Dench, ugh, legendary Judy Dench. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, moving on, we have uh, something else that I'm not too sure about, but um, I'm cautiously optimistic, and that is the new Charlie's Angels movie. Um, so just having watched the trailer a few minutes ago, um, it looks like it could be really good. I think, but it also looks like it could be a total train wreck. Like, um, like there's a lot of stuff that just looks really, really good. And then there's stuff that I feel like is just taken out of context or just manipulated in such a way to make a trailer. Uh, but when, but having seen it in the movie proper will probably be, you know, okay or really great. Um, so like, like I said, cause I've, uh, you know, like the, the Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu, Charlie's Angels movies like when I was younger I liked them but that's you know mainly because it was one of the few movies as a kid that you can you know pick up and watch with three absolutely gorgeous women when you're going through puberty you know not to get too um (laughs) not to get not to get gross or anything but you know it's like well there's pretty ladies you're a young boy and you like pretty ladies so it's like well there's some pretty ladies and by the way they also kick a bunch of butt and take a bunch of names so um you know so charlie's angels was kind of you know i feel like for a lot of for a lot of guys my age the uh, kind of introduction to the beautiful woman who can also beat the living snot out of you concept um which uh um which I always, you know, I've always liked that. I've always liked to see strong women who are also feminine and vulnerable just kick ass, you know? Like, it's just, I feel like that's just so interesting. There's so much to mine there um, when you're you're dealing with, you know, just gorgeous, you know, physically attractive women, but there's also depth to them, you know? And you can say what you want, and I will too, about the those those two Charlie's Angels movies. They're not the best out. They're not the best movies out there. But I feel like the the, the actresses did a really good job, um, you know, with what they had to work with in terms of you know the script and and stuff like that, and you know those some of the. But some of, there's some good stuff in those movies. You know, there's some good. There's some decent stuff in there. But uh, you know, people have opinions. I have opinions. Blah 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 blah. But this one, I don't know. I I really I I'll be honest. I I genuinely want to like it, um, just because like I love the the concept of Charlie's Angels. You know, these three uh, very different women, um, who all have their different skill sets and stuff. But they when they team up, man, they are just bad asses to the max. Um, but they're still you know, feminine and vulnerable. Um, even though, you know, they're, they're just off the charts, gorgeous and this and that, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but there's just more to them than just their physical appearances, you know? So I'm, I'm very cautiously optimistic about the Charlie's Angels, uh, movie. Um, again, I just, I, I want to like it because I want, I just want more, I just want more of this stuff. You know, I want more strong, badass women lead role action stuff you know what i mean like not even not even necessarily yeah it doesn't have to be an action movie it could be drama or comedy whatever but i just want to see more strong women in film and tv you know leading the show and um 
so if this if this Charlie's Angels does not work out, I'm really going to get bummed out, man. I tell you what, because I just, I, like I said, I like the idea of Charlie's Angels. I like it so much. It's just such a cool concept to me. So, um, fingers crossed on that one. Um, speaking of badass women, we come to Mulan. Now, this one, I uh, initially, when I heard they were doing it, I reacted the same way I'm sure a lot of you did um, to literally every announcement that has happened like this. You know, from Dumbo, Lion King, Jungle Book, so on and so forth, down the line. You know what I mean? Just like, oh my god. Has Disney really just run out of stuff to do that they're just going to remake their entire animated catalog in live action? Uh, I mean, it looks like that's what they're doing because literally, like, every movie Disney's put out that isn't Marvel or Star Wars has just been remakes of their old stuff. At least that's what it feels like, you know? Um, now, this is not to say that these movies are bad. I mean, I didn't see Dumbo and I haven't seen The Lion King just yet. Uh, but The Jungle Book was pretty dang good, you know what I mean? And John Favreau, he's, he's a really skilled and talented filmmaker. So, um, I'm excited to see his take on The Lion King. Now, having said that, I, I, I came, I just came home from work a little while ago, about an hour, and, uh, I did, I did end up sneaking into a theater, um, and seeing a little bit of it, and I gotta be honest with you guys, Donald Glover's voice coming out of that lion's face... I'm not sure if it works for me. Now, granted, I literally saw him... I literally... like It was like two lines. Two lines I heard him say. And so, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But... And that's the thing, is like... I never could see it. Like, I couldn't visualize Donald Glover's voice coming out of a lion. And then now I've seen it, and I'm like... Oh no! This could uh, this could be a travesty. Uh, so so we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully, I'll get to see it uh, this week um, with you know a couple other movies, and we'll have a Jim goes to the movies uh, episode for you guys. But um, but back to Mulan anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, oh great, they're doing another one. Blah 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 blah. Uh, but having seen the trailer, I gotta say, holy smokes, I am so excited for this. Because again, with with the strong women theme that I, that we're going with here, uh, these past few uh, films, um, oh, Mulan's just always been one of my favorites. You know, like just I just love Mulan so 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 much, and you know, and Ming Na Wen. Um, the actress, the the voice actress for the original animated film, did so good. She did such a great, great job. And and this new actress who they've got to for the live action, um, it looks like she's just gonna absolutely tear it up. Like it looks like she's gonna be so good. Like somehow better than Ming Na Wen. You know what I mean? And um, and that's saying something because. Ming Na Wen, she the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like she is the bomb a diggity. Uh, huge, huge, huge fan of hers. So like, for for me to say like, I think this this young actress might even do better. That is saying something 
from me. You know what I mean? I mean, I've never talked about Mulan on the podcast before. Um, but um, when I do, you'll understand exactly why. Because I just... I, I'm I'm very deeply in love with Mulan. Uh, <laughs> I love her so much. She's just so awesome, you know. She, like just such a strong-willed, force of nature type of character, you know, that will not compromise and will not falter, and will do whatever it takes because that's the way that she was raised. It's culturally speaking, but also. You know, just because an entire culture values, has certain values, doesn't mean that every single family that lives within that culture is going to instill that sort of, um, you know, uh, dedication to those values as everyone else will. Uh, But Mulan's family does. And so when, for her to take up something that is technically not her responsibility, but for her to say that it's her duty, like it is her responsibility, that is just like, what the awesome. Like, so awesome. Um, you know, can't wait for this. Uh, can't wait for this at all. I want it right now. I want to be in the editing room editing this right now so I can watch this movie as soon as possible because I can't wait for it. It's going to be awesome. Oh my God. And uh, now, uh, back to, uh, and then now another uh, strong woman character. We come to the television series uh, upcoming this fall, joining the Arrowverse, Batwoman. Now, I'm not going to talk about any of the controversies surrounding uh, this particular production. We'll get into that on a later date. Um, I just want to talk about the... uh, recent trailer they dropped and it's not really a trailer trailer like a story trailer it's more of a i would call it a hype trailer like none of none, I, I highly doubt that anything that's in this trailer will actually show up in the show at all it's more of just like hey guys just just so you didn't forget batwoman and basically it's just a tattoo parlor it's called the tattoo trailer and it's just a, a tattoo parlor and everybody's coming in asking for the same tattoo uh and um and then the reveal at the end, you know, when Ruby Rose comes in, she's like, oh, you got a lot of business tonight? Terrible. That was that was absolutely terrible. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, like, oh, busy tonight? And, you know, she's like, everybody's asking for the same tattoo. And then it reveals, you know, all the people who came in got the tattoo, and it's the Batwoman signal. And, uh, and that's just really cool, you know. And then to see Ruby's reaction of that, well, not Ruby's, but Kate's reaction of that, um, was just great. Like, okay, again, I'm not going to talk about the controversy stuff. All I'm going to say is this. I think Ruby Rose was a really, really awesome, possibly even perfect choice for this role. That's all I'm going to say for now. Um, when the show actually comes out, uh, once we get a couple episodes in, I will, uh, talk about it at length. All right. We got a couple more to go. Just a couple more to go. We're almost at the end. (laughs) Uh, so, uh, the last three, last three, we have the King's man. Uh, this is going to be a, uh, uh, origin story of the organization Kingsman, uh, takes place, uh, around about the first world, uh, the first world war. And, uh, 
Whoo, boy. It looks like it's going to be something else, I'll tell you what. Like, Kingsman has set a pretty high bar for awesomeness in terms of their particular universe. So, uh, this one definitely looks like it's going to um, meet that expectation. And I'm very, very excited for that. Very, very excited for that. Very, very excited for that! There, it sounded like I was excited in that last take. <laughs> okay, and second to, second to last, we have... Um, so these, these, I, I, I saved these two for the, for the end because these are the two that I'm genuinely the most excited about. We have Jane Silent Bob reboot. Um, Jane Silent Bob, what can I say about Jane Silent Bob? Um, I love them. I love them to death. Like they are two of my favorite all time characters. I love them. Um, and even though like Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, came into this whole thing as non-actors like they and even though that jay the character is is you know like there's so much of jason muse within jay um i still feel like there's just as much of jay and jason muse you know um and the way that these two play these characters is has just always been pitch perfect in my opinion you know, I've never been like, you know, I wish Jason Muse would be a little bit more like this in this particular scene. Like, no, dude, like just you just you don't you don't say you don't direct Jason Muse playing when he plays Jay. You just turn the camera on and let him be Jay. And and what you get is Jay as long as he, you know, gets the take right. <laughs> uh, otherwise, it's going to go in the blooper reel. But, you know, other than that, what you get is Jay. And, uh, you know, and then for Silent Bob to be so intriguing of a character when he literally almost never talks is just absolutely just so cool. And the trailer just shows how much love that the people who have worked with Kevin have for him because there's so many people who did not need to be in this movie. You know what I mean? Like, if you go, the like, down the cast list that they've released so far... And, you know, just, like, you know, articles or whatever about who's in it and stuff. Like, 50% of the people in this movie did not have to do it. Like, no obligation at all to do it, you know? Like, I mean, you know, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon paid back Kevin Smith with dogma, you know, for crying out loud. Uh, so, like, all these all these amazing people, you know, um, Melissa Benoist, I... There's another, I butchered her name again. She plays Supergirl in the Arrowverse, uh, in the TV series Supergirl. Um, but she's in it, and it's like, what? You got her? That's awesome. Ben Affleck, Jason Lee, uh, uh, Matt Damon's in the mix, somehow, some way. Um, uh, I mean, uh, 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 Grant Gustin, who plays the Flash in the TV series The Flash in the Arrowverse. And two other Flash uh, alumni uh, are in there. Um, I mean, it just goes on and on. The the, the I mean, uh, Jason Biggs and uh, James Vanderbeek are in there. From Tommy Chong is in the mix. I mean, so so many people, and and you just you can just feel the love that Kev has for all these people and for these characters and for this universe, but also the love that he. Um, you know, in return gets from from all these amazing people 
that he's worked with throughout his career, you know? And I didn't even know this, but dude, Kevin Smith has directed episodes of The Flash and Supergirl. Like, that's how he knows those guys. So it's like, what? I didn't even know that. That's crazy. And it's awesome. Like, because, I mean, you know, so far, I haven't dipped in my... I've been just hung up on Arrow when it comes to the Arrowverse stuff. Uh, but I've watched all the crossover stuff, and, you know, like, I really dig Supergirl, and I really dig The Flash, so it's like, I can't wait now to start watching both of those shows, and then get to the Kev Smith episodes, and be like, this is Kevin Smith! <laughs> he's doing superhero stuff! He said he never would, and now he does, and now he's doing it! <laughs> Even though it's just a TV show. But that's awesome, that's so cool. Um, but yeah, I can't, I just, I can't wait. Cannot wait, and... When, when Reboot comes out, I'll probably just do a whole massive View Universe episode. Seems only fitting. Um, but yeah. And anyway, finally, I said this was going to be a shorter episode, but it ended up being half an hour anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, finally, 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 we come to the creme de la creme, the cream of the crop, the top of the mountain, Top Gun Maverick. Now... If you know me personally, and I might have mentioned it once or a couple of times maybe on this podcast before, but I love Top Gun. I love that movie. Ever since I was a kid, I've loved that movie so, 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 so much. Um, it's for sure one of my favorite movies of all time. I adore it to death. Uh, I think I'm going to like this one more, though, this new one, Maverick. Um it looks absolutely bonkers. Like, it looks like nothing that we've ever seen um, when it comes to aerial combat, um, you know, fighter pilots type stuff. Uh, they're, like, they like it looks like they really, really went out of their way to stay true to the original in terms of style. I mean, well, maybe not style necessarily, but just, like, we're actually going to have real planes flying around. We're going to put cameras on the planes and we're going to, you know, do wide shots of real planes in the sky flying around for real. Um, and not, you know, basically do stealth and just CGI the crap out of it. Um, so I am freaking out because of a couple of shots in this, in this trailer that are just out of, it just it, it's it. okay so you guys remember how tom cruise learned how to fly a helicopter and then flew a helicopter and then he learned how to parachute and then he did a halo jump for mission impossible fallout so it looks like this crazy son of a gun learned how to fly a fighter jet um Stay tuned because I'm going to find out exactly what the dealio is here. Like, the trailer just dropped, so, so there's no information out there as of yet. Um, but I'm going to scour the internet until I find out because there are... there's Okay, so the first shot, he's on, he's on the flight deck of a carrier, right? In the cockpit, and then the thing takes off, and then he flies away! And the only way I can think... And he's in a one-seater. Like, he's not in a two-seater. Like, because that's how they did the first movie. Was they would put the actors in the back seat. And they would put a pilot up front. And the pilot would fly. And then they would pretend to fly. Or they would pretend to be the, you know, the Rio. The navigator and radar guy and stuff like that. Um, 
so they could actually get, you know, the real, they could actually be in a real plane doing real maneuvers and stuff like that. And then they mix that with stuff on stage and then the, you know, the, the cameras on the planes and the camera, the wide shots and stuff like that of the planes from another plane. Um, this one, they just have a camera in the cockpit in a one seater and you cannot fade, you cannot add a seat onto a freaking fighter jet. So the only explanation I have is that Tom Cruise just went full on, got his pilot pilot's license and they taught him how to fly a freaking fighter jet because that's what it looks like. Okay. And I'm freaking out, guys. I am freaking out. Because if Tom Cruise learned how to fly a fighter jet and actually they let him fly a fighter jet for this movie, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, I'm going to lose it. Like, I'm going to be in the theater. Like, I'm going to be that guy in the theater where, you know, you're like, God, that person is so obnoxious. Like, why can't they just shut up? You know, like, they're just like, they're like, like, I get their hyped and everything, but they're ruining this for me. That's going to be me. I'm going to be in the theater talking about like, that's Tom Cruise and he's flying a plane, man. What? What is happening? Like, I'm going to, I'm freaking out already just having seen the trailer, you know? So, um, so yeah, um, I don't even know, man. I don't even know. <laughs> oh man I can't wait for it though I mean and Ed Harris is in it too so that's tight um, but it looks like it's going to be so good like it's a, it's a true in true teaser trailer tr- teaser trailer form though um, there's just there's nothing in terms of like story or plot it's just a bunch of random images and stuff like that that you can kind of piece together sort of what's going on like like he, I like it's possible. Like it looks like he might be an instructor at Top Gun, you know, still or something like that or whatever. Because they go back to Top Gun, which is the school that you learn how to be an awesome fighter pilot at. And so, like new recruits. Like it looks like it might follow a similar kind of a storyline, you know. Like like there is no conflict right now, but then by the time we get to the third act, there's some sort of conflict, and then we got to do some fight stuff. Uh, so we'll see what goes. We'll we'll see what goes down with it. But it doesn't matter. I don't care at all what the story is going to be. All I know is that I am so psyched and I'm so pissed that I have to wait until 2020 to see what this what is going to be just an epic film. Um, it's going to be incredible. Uh, so uh, so yeah. Um, stay tuned because I'm going to be giving you updates on Top Gun for sure as more information comes out. Um, because, oh my god, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, man. All right, that's going to, I'm going to shut up now. I'm going to get out of here and shut up. <laughs> um, that's going to do it. That's going to be our show for tonight. Um, thank you so much for listening. You know, I say, I say it after, I say it at the end of every episode, but thank you so much, genuinely. Thank you so much. Um, it means the world to me that, uh, that anybody listens to me talk about this stuff. Um for you know half an hour 45 minutes or an hour an hour and a half or whatever how long the episodes are you know um it just it it it's just really nice so thank you so much um thanks uh thank you 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 um thank you thank you thank you so much for listening um thanks for stopping by for a nightcap um don't forget to uh uh hop over and listen to heath's show Morning Mangami. It's a really good show. If you like mine, you'll definitely like his. 
Um, and uh, and uh, check us out. I'm, I'm losing it, guys. I'm just freaking out about Top Gun Maverick. I'm just freaking out, man. I'm freaking out, man. Um, <laughs> don't forget to check us out at Mangami Players across the different social media. Um, right now we're rocking YouTube. We're rocking Instagram. Um, we're on Facebook as well. We're working on getting uh, SoundCloud set up, uh, Patreon set up, all kinds of good stuff because um, we got uh, some pretty cool stuff planned for you later in the year, um, and it's going to be great. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned. Click them like buttons. Click them subscribe buttons so you don't miss out uh, when we got some new stuff for you. All right. Thank you so much again for listening, and good night. The Nightcap with Jim podcast is a Mungamy production, hosted by James Smith, produced by Heath LaBombard and James Smith. For more Mungamy content, visit Mungamy players all across the social medias.